Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Hebrews chapter, thank you Jesus, chapter 12. I'll read from verse 22. Let me take it from 18. Hebrews chapter 12. I'll read as quickly as I can. For you have not. Everybody say not. Okay. Why will he say for you have not come? Because it's pretty easy to always assume that this is where you've come to. It's pretty easy for me to always assume that this is where I've come to. So it's good to be told and to be reminded that this is not where you are. You have not come to the mountain that may be touched and are born with fire. Mm-mm. And to blackness and darkness and tempest, no, you have not. You have not come to the sound of a trumpet and the voice of words so that those who heard it begged that the word should not be spoken to them anymore. No, you have not come to that place. For they could not endure what was commanded. No, that's not where you come to. Where you, could not, where you cannot endure what, was, what has been commanded. And if so much as a beast touches a mountain or the mountain, it shall be stoned or shot with an arrow. No, that's not where you've come to. In the New Testament, many sought to touch him, and as many as touched him were healed. Demons came crying out of people. People were set free. But this place, you dare not touch. But a lot of times in our Christian work, we assume, we think, we just think that this is real. This, this, no, 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 no. The Bible is clear. And so terrifying was the sight that Moses said, I am exceedingly afraid and trembling. Mm-mm. That's not what you've come to. That's not where you are. But you have come to Mount Zion. That is Christianity. Mm-hmm. So you heard where you have not come to. And now you can hear where you have come to. You can now begin to see who he has made you, where he has brought you to. You have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God. See, that one was talking death. We're talking living and life here. The heavenly Jerusalem to an innumerable company. Oh my goodness. Can you see where you belong and where you are? You have come to innumerable company of angels. You know what they do? They are ministering spirits. At your disposal. At my disposal. To the general assembly and church of the firstborn, who is the firstborn? Jesus Christ. Who are registered in heaven. We are here with the firstborn, we are joint here with him, so this church of the assembly is the firstborn. Registered in heaven. You have come to God, the judge of all. 
You have come to the spirits of just men made perfect. Talking salvation through the blood. You have come to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant. Uh You have come to the blood. Really? Yeah. You have come to the blood. It's pretty easy to identify and to understand all we've been saying, but when it comes to the blood, I think you want to think about it. But you've come to the blood of sprinkling. I like it. If I just said you've come to the blood, is okay, but I say you've come to the blood of sprinkling. So, you know what? This, this kind of thing will help you do. Go back and see what, what about blood and sprinkling. And the only place you can get that understanding is back in the Old Testament and see what the blood of Alima was used to do. But you've come to the blood of Jesus doing the same thing by faith today. So, my Christian work and your Christian work is a work of sprinkling blood. Uh, let anybody argue on some sort of time. That's their business. This is the truth. This is a plain word. To the blood of sprinkling, follow me, that what? Speaks. Oh. What does he speak? Condemnation. Guilt. Torment. Fear. Defeat. No. What does he speak? Than what? That of Abel. So I won't go through all this. I just want to talk on the blood. That's all. Because this really, if you want to begin to teach on this, you can teach on this the whole year. Glory be to God in the highest. So part of the definition of the Christian is part, that is you are part of or you are acquainted with or, well, let me use the word part of. The speaking blood. The speaking blood is part of your deal. It's part of your DNA. It's part of what has made you. It's part of your definition today. The speaking blood. The sprinkling blood that speaks. But I won't bother you too much because of time. I just want you to know that the blood speaks. The blood. Mm-hmm. The blood speaks. Oof. I say the blood of Jesus speaks. You know, one of the qualities of the Christian is that he's always been spoken for. There is he that speaks for him. And it's called the blood of Jesus. Because the blood is speaking for her. I don't know what she's asking. I don't know the question she's asking. I don't know what is confronting her. The part of what happens when you become a Christian, the blood speaks for you. I don't know what area of life the devil is accusing you of. The blood. I can't hear you. (laughs) Is it that your body is aching somewhere and the devil is telling you lies? The blood. Uh-huh. Is it that there's a lack somewhere and you're almost getting jittery? The blood. The blood. Amazing. Blood speaks. 
I was looking at it and I saw so many references in the Bible. I said, wow. When science was yet to have any understanding, they're just beginning to catch up. So let the blood speak for you. Amen. Yeah. In every area. But let's look at, sorry, let's look at a specific area. Don't tell me. You say it. Let it speak for you. And then come back to testify. When do you want to testify? Amen. When, 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 when? Let her say it. When do you want to testify? Um, at the end of this year. Oh, she said by the end of this year. So shall it be in Jesus' name. And I began to look at the Bible. See, the blood of Abel speaks, but it doesn't just speak. Cries. What does he cry? Come on, talk to me. Vengeance. And God said, that cry comes to my ear. Do you know that if you spill blood anywhere today, no matter how much you clean it, when forensic investigators come, they will know the places the blood drop. That's the much that science has achieved. How much more God that created blood? You know why? Because the life of the flesh is in the blood. Do you know that when God made man, it was, he made it from the ground, from the, come on, from the earth, and it was a carcass. And when he pulled him close, and whoosh, they said, he transferred life there. I want to understand it this way, that when he, blood started to flow. Do you know that whatever creature it is living that has blood, if you drain the blood, let the blood start draining unstopped to get to a critical point that life will live. So the blood that is draining is life that is living. So when the Bible says the life of the flesh is in the blood, the Bible says of Jesus in John chapter 1, in him was what? Oh, and the life was what? The light. Oh. So in bleeding on the cross, could that be the physical method of his giving his life? I mean physical. Because he bled. He bled on his back. He bled on his hands. He bled by from his legs. He bled from every part. They plucked his beard. They bled, he bled, he bled. And when it looked like ah, this man is thin, then they went to the side and and the Bible says blood and water came. After that, he gave up. So he gave his life. He gave his blood. So the devil knows that there are areas he dare not play with. See what Jesus said? When the thief comes, he's to steal. The enemy of your soul, he hates you with passion. But you say, I have come. How? I have come that you might have what? Oh. And have it how? More. Go back to Leviticus. It said, without the shedding of blood. 
you are, as far as God is concerned, sin separates. You are not better than a carcass. But when the blood of Jesus is accepted and faith is exercised in what it is, when the pastor gave his, I mean, Jesus loved so, Jesus loved and he gave his life. Jesus gave his life. He gave his life. He gave his life. He said, Nobody took it from me. I willingly. Mm-hmm. And when I accomplished the task, they had to do that to include all of us in the equation. Glory be to God in the highest. Okay, I, I'm looking at my time. I just believe go for some. Oof. Let me go back to that scripture so that I, I, I don't just keep talking. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Speaks better thing than the blood of Abel. Let me leave that and quickly go to Hebrews 8, if I can combine it quickly. Yes. Okay, 10, Hebrews 10. I'll pick from 19. Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood. Now, he's trying to begin to tell us all the benefits, but you know, we've talked about it before. I mean, the blood, see, the sin removed us. Sin separated us. Jesus came to rescue us or to restore us back to God and back to place and back to, and how did he do it? By his blood. And the truth is this, the fastest way, you can do everything you want, but the blood makes you a fast track traveler. With full benefits. Regardless of the accusation. I'll come to talk about how, what you do. I'll just remind you of some things that the blood says. But, and that's why the worst enemy can become the best son. The blood. Chapter 10, verse 19. And when it says you enter into the Holy Spirit, that's the most intimate part of God. You mean I? Yes, I can. Through the blood. It's not by works of righteousness, but by his blood. It's not by works of righteousness, but by his blood alone, his grace alone. It's not by works of righteousness, but by his grace alone. So... So it doesn't just make you a fast-track traveler. It makes you a perfect traveler with God. He allows you the most intimate side of him. You can walk in there. How? Not shaking. Because in, from the Old Testament, when, if you dare approach there, you may die because of sin. It's in your life. But now we can go in confidently. We can go in boldly. Let me ask you a question. If you are accepted by God, why will you be intimidated by man? Who is the man that will intimidate you? If you know who you are, you know the fact and the truth that this God, the Father of all the what I have special place with him. No man can put you down anymore. 
That's why it's called a new and living way. That's why it's called. An entrance to the Holy of Holies. Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh. That's the Bible. And having a high priest over the house of God, let us what? Verse 22. Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance. How do we come? Draw near. How do you draw near with a true heart? Come on. In full assurance of what? Come on, talk to me. Full assurance of faith. Faith itself is an assurance. What assurance? Assurance of the fact that who said what will do what is said. That's faith. But when it's full assurance of faith in him. Come on. Come on. What if it doesn't? That's, that, that's not my thinking. I'm moving on the basis of what he has done and said. Hello? We were listening to a testimony yesterday on Desta. Young couple. 24, 26, and they discovered cancer in the woman. It was terrible. Shortly after their wedding, it was horrible for them. They tried. But the way God miraculously turned things around for them. So they were asking the young man, now, now what lesson? He said, I learned very early in my life that Himself, his wife, their combination will never be enough for what God expects of them. And so, he said, people say usually that God will never give you beyond your ability. He said, I beg to disagree. And I said, okay, let me hear him. He said, because he came to understand early that his ability can never make it. And so, it's not just beyond my ability. I've learned to cast it all on God, no matter what, small or big. And their testimony is incredible. Absolutely incredible. And when we were saying that, what was getting clear to me is that when we come to a place where we know that, remove the blood, the equation collapses. Anyway you want to look at it, from any angle. Remove the blood. Authenticity lost. Direction confused. From Genesis to Revelation is the blood. Because it is life. So what if I come to a place in my life at every junction where an answer is being required? I remember the blood. This one going. Let us draw near 22 with a true heart, in full assurance of faith, having a heart sprinkled. <laughs> you, don't, you don't employ anything in the service of God. You don't employ anything that, involves, that will involve God except to sprinkle with blood. But that was in the physical. 
The word is telling us that it is still the same thing in the, I mean, in the New Testament, Old Testament, the New Testament. How? New, Old Testament was physical. New Testament is by faith, spiritual, and it's not the blood of bulls and goats sprinkled with the blood of Jesus. I feel the fire now. Okay. I feel the fire. It's a sprinkle from an evil conscience and their bodies washed with pure water. 23. Let us do what? Talk to me. What are you holding fast? Oh, without what? For he who promised is what do you understand by that statement based on what he's been saying now hold fast the confession of your hope what does that tell you hold fast your profession of faith what does that tell you what that is telling you is that please if you forget anything don't forget what the blood has done through i mean the covenant has done through the blood that was shed oh i feel the fire hold it how do you hold it confess it what confess it Look at it. It's the, it's the same word. It's the word, Greek word. I don't want to bother you with that, but let me just say, say what, say what the one who released this said. Say what it says about this situation in your life. And I began to look at it. I said, let me, let me, let me, let me give myself a treat this morning. And I tried. And everywhere I says covenant, I went, I went to look at it. Can I, can I define covenant in a very simple term? Covenant is an agreement of sharing benefits Come on, of partaking in one, each other's life, sealed or ratified by a, blood, by a blood sacrifice. That's not to say that we come to agreement with God. No, 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 no. The agreement with God came, I mean, it's such that He condescended because of His mission on earth. But He did it in the covenant. So, what am I saying? He will not break his covenant. What is my confession of hope? My belief in what I know is sealed between me and him by the blood which you cannot fear. So how do I handle that? Believe in it. Declare it in the face of the questioner. The questioner may be sickness. It may be occultism. It may be witchcraft spirit. It may be fear. It may be poverty. It may be sinful habit. That's why we use the blood we speak for me. And I will declare what has been settled in the covenant. So when we say confession, it's not because we are looking for words to preach. That is the basis of your Christian life. What you say tells us what you believe. As a man speaks. Uh So now let me close it by. And they overcame him. And the words of their testimony. What testimony? Testimony to what the blood has effected. And you want to fully understand that? With the heart, man believes. With the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So what does the blood say? The blood says, by strife I am healed. That's the covenant. But pastor, see, 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 I can see. Doctor said, I know. But now that doctors can't help me anymore. 
Now that man can't help me anymore. Now that my parents can't help me anymore. The blood, the blood, the blood speaks. Oh, I feel the fire. What does the blood say? Be careful for nothing. But by prayers and supplication with thanksgiving, the blood says I should be careful for nothing. I should worry for nothing. So I refuse to worry. Let the blood speak. And it is anywhere the blood is honored and the blood is in, is in charge. I tell you how you know, the Holy Ghost moves in straight. The anointing begins to work. You see, there's trouble somewhere. I'm struggling somewhere. Um, by my hand, I've blo- I, I, I blew it. Uh, uh, you know what the blood of Jesus is? Number one, as against the blood of Abel, mercy. Because the devil will come to you and say, You? You? You, the blood of Jesus. You know what they're saying? Uh, it's not in my strength. I come to the covenant. Mercy. The blood speaks mercy. It speaks deliverance. It speaks provision. It speaks peace. It speaks love. It speaks the joy of the Holy Ghost. The blood. The blood. The blood. The blood. The blood. The blood. The blood of Jesus. And so when we sprinkle the blood, it says our conscience are made clear because sins are wiped away. You know what the Bible says? In first John 1, can you put seven there? I'll read seven, eight, nine, I'll stop. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm enjoying myself. The blood says the door is open and no man can shut. The blood says it. So why are you afraid that man would cast? Shut what door? The blood says it's my glory to lift off my head. So why are you afraid what man can do? First John 1. First John 1, 7. <laughs> but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have what? Come on, come on. We have fellowship with You're looking for favor. You want men to like you. You want women to just f- admire you and just like you and just favor you. Walk in the light. But it's tough for me. The blood of Jesus. Apart from the mercy of God, come, you will see the Spirit directing the steps of the righteous. Oh, yeah. <sighs> we have fellowship with one another. Then it's easy to forgive. It's easy to embrace. It's easy not to, be, not to feel intimidated. It's easy not to be jealous. Because of the blood of Jesus. And, see, we follow one another. And what happens? I can hear you. So your Christianity can never be defined without the blood. As we walk in the light, we are fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, what does it do? Yay, 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 yay. Verse 8. Because if we say we have no sin, 
And let me make it clear to you. I've heard some people try to preach. They said, verse from, from first John from the beginning, yeah. But when it goes here, it's not, the, 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 the context changes. The context changes nothing. He's talking to believers and he's talking deliverance. He's talking deliverance from sin. Because some people say that, I'm a Christian, I don't sin anymore. God bless you. We don't sin. We all don't sin. For you to want to continue to sin as a believer, there's a problem. We'll question your salvation. If you are delighted in sin, and that's all you plan and you plot. But if you get caught up, tempted, even God understands, he will make a way for you. God will not punish you on the basis of temptation. It is when you deliberately fall. But if you repent, repentance means you are hurt by your own action. And you say, help me, heal me, help me not to. He will give you the grace. He will not only deliver you, he will cleanse you. He will wipe it off. That even the devil will not be able to accuse you of it again. Because some say they don't. What about, and we talk of sin of commission. Fornication, stealing, killing, lying, barbiting. They are horrible things. Unforgiveness, cheating. They are horrible things. They are bad. May you not be found there in Jesus' name. May I not be found there in Jesus' name. What about the sins of omission? If you know something to be true, you know it's of faith and you refuse because you are getting what you think is a some more convincing facts contrary to sin. If you know what to do, you know the good to do of you, refuse to do it, it's sin. So there are sins of omission. But see, we, are, we don't live sin consciously because the blood wipes that out. We live righteousness consciousness. So when omissions occur, the blood of Jesus cleanses us. What does the blood say? By stripes you are healed. What does the blood, because these are all the covenant promises. What I'm saying is that if I enter into covenant with her, I'm making available all that I am and all that I have. And she's making us available. And we make covenant promises. And we seal it with an, by the killing of an animal. So if you go fight her, and you're about to kill her, you will kill two of us. So I will fight her battle. She cannot be struggling to eat and I'm living in opulence and I shut my eyes. No, I will make sure that she has enough. God says, men do break covenant. He will never. But that's the God you and I have to deal with. We are not just members of his family or his sons. He is bound to us by his own covenant. He will never fail. That's why the worst you can do for God is to doubt him. To doubt God and his ability is a sin of omission. Rising out of this place today, begin to walk in the newness 
of the life that you have in Christ Jesus. You are not a destitute anymore. You are not an orphan on earth. You are a son in the house, fully provided for. You are as bold as a lion. Ah, what does he say? God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. What does the blood say? I am completing him who is the head of all principalities and powers. What does the blood say? My God supplies all of my needs, not according to Dangote's riches, not according to Warren Buffett or Bill Gates, according to his own riches in glory by Christ Jesus. What does the blood say? The blood will speak for you. Because it's already speaking. Henceforth, at every juncture, you know that the blood is speaking for you in the name of Jesus. We give him praise. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Tai Wudukoya, please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way, Ilukoju, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.